What is going on everybody is Pints with Pat and we have a big rebrand going on. We're doing like a, uh, this is going to be season two of it and we are going to be much more structured and I'm going to be much better about doing it every week. Season one was a little bit of a hodgepodge, but uh, um, really pulling it together and uh, we got some new organization with it and we're going to try to add some value while still keeping them pretty short, just talking about anything that's on my mind. Um, so Yellowbird this week, just another good week of more of the same of what I've been talking about for the past month or so. So digging deep into expenses, getting back where we need to be doing some projections on, um, doing some projections on what's closing projections for the company, a little more white space in the calendar to, uh, have a little more time to vision read a little more articles on what's going on and try to keep a good pulse on the market and everything happening. And from talking to uh, just people at different conferences and stuff over the past week, Jacksonville still is a, is a strong market. I know they say we're in a housing, people have said we're in a housing recession right now, but uh, you know, just as an update, all of the Yellowbird listings that we're putting up and we have, you know, 15 to 25 listings at any time, uh, they're all moving. Um, we're not getting 30 offers like we were eight months ago, but, uh, you know, stuff sitting for 21 days on the market and we're getting full price offers and stuff is still moving. So, um, I think, uh, we're not completely sheltered here in Florida, but being, being in Florida, um, in a market like Jacksonville, um, I think it is going to get hit less than the rest of the country during what happens over the next few weeks. So, um, things are great at Yellowbird. It gets clearer. I think everyone here um, has a clearer vision day by day. And uh, overall, it was a really good week. Um, was down in Puerto Rico last week at uh, Don Wenner and DLP's uh, Health and Longevity Conference, and it was awesome. I took a ton of great notes from it and sent it out to the people here at Yellowbird. And uh, I'm going to start, like I, every conference I go to, I do take really good notes. So I'm going to start kind of writing them up into different blog posts and things now that I have a little more time. And uh, Lane is going to help me out with that. And I think that'll be a really good, um, a really good addition to uh, uh, this podcast is also to have the uh, the writing side of it too. And just, just add value to the whole community. I know a lot of realtors listen, a lot of business owners listen, um, and just try to get advice for what's happening. So, uh, one of my biggest business takeaways from, uh, being down, um, being down in Puerto Rico was it's more about where and when than it is what. So you look through the past of people that have been successful in real estate, even things like tech, like, uh, Facebook, Google, all that. It was the right place at the right time. Right. So if you know, I know a lot of realtors are on this. A good way to think about it is if you're if you are a real estate agent now, you can still be successful. Right. But you'll be probably working twice as hard um, to make the same money you were, you know, 12 months ago when things were flying. Right. So I think it's a personal choice whether you do work twice as hard or if you set yourself up financially, we talked to plenty of people at the conference that were like, you know, there's not a, there's not a bunch of money to be made right now of buying single family real estate and holding. They think the prices are high and the, and the rents aren't keeping and the rents and uh, interest rates aren't keeping up to where 
buying those properties as rentals makes sense. So they're just taking a break, right? They're taking a, they're taking a purposeful pause, whether it's six to 12 months and just waiting for the next opportunity. And I don't think that's wrong either. That's, that's one path is taking the sit and wait approach. And the other, the other approach is hammering through it and going down your road. That's kind of uh, the path DLP takes with everything is, you know, their 20 mile marches. It doesn't matter if it's snowy and shitty outside, they're going to march 20 miles, whether the market's great or whether it's crappy, right? They'll, put, they'll have to adjust and pivot, but uh, um, still marching forward either way, controlling what they can control. So if you're a real estate agent I just, or, or, you know, just a business owner in Jacksonville, I um, think everyone's revenues have been hit over the past uh, six months or so, but that's a way to think about it. It's, it's a personal choice and figure out what matters to you during this time period because life is in seasons and there's seasons of opportunity um, and there's seasons of harvesting that opportunity. So think about what season this is for you and, uh, you know, lean into that. The health portion um, that I'm going to talk about briefly at the, at the conference was phenomenal. Um, so I think everybody should listen to, um, Mark's, his name's Mark Sisson. Uh, he was on the Joe Rogan podcast. I'm not, I can't remember the number, but if you search Mark Sisson, Joe Rogan, um, you'll find it, but he gave a phenomenal talk on, um, what, what he calls metabolic flexibility. So, Um, people dieting, trying to lose weight, this would be kind of a breakthrough thing, in my opinion, is he says the main issue and why people, you know, that are 30 plus just start to slowly gain weight and just get fatter and fatter over time is that in America and just kind of the world right now, the culture is three meals a day and snacking in between, right? So, you're eating, a, whether it's whole grains or you're eating a sugary breakfast, you're eating something that, uh, you know, gl- glucose, putting glucose in your bloodstream. So your body is used to just running off glucose all day, every day. And when your blood sugar's low, you get that kind of brain fog, you get that hunger push. And then what do you do? You go eat a Nature Valley granola bar which the marketing is that they're the healthiest thing in the world, but they're really fucking awful for you, right? They're really just sugary, sugary grains. Um, what he talks about is metabolic flexibility is training your body to start to eat, to start to consume the fat rather than working off glucose. So when your body is burning fat, right, the fat is going to your liver and, um, or your liver, your liver is taking the fat and turning it to what's called ketones and ketones, um, your brain can run off them. But if you train your body year over year to solely run off glucose, if the body kind of forgets how to burn fat and how to run off ketones. So Mark's thing was you need to be, you have to have metabolic flexibility. Your body has to be able to work off glucose and also work off the fat. So um, he says the best way to get metabolically flex- flexible after years of eating sugary breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day is to intermittent fast, which intermittent fasting, like for me, it always seemed like this trendy thing that would just kind of come and go, you know, going to military school and like playing sports all my life. I was always, breakfast was the most important meal of the day that was shoved down my throat for the past 20 years of my life. And, uh, 
Mark just kind of, you know, blew that theory out of the water and everything he was saying made sense. So the best way to do it is to intermittent fast and eat keto for two to four weeks. And if you're eating keto, you're just eating proteins and fat and you've taken all the carbs out of your diet. So, um, during that time period, your body's going to learn to run off fat again. And one of the questions I asked him was, uh, two things that were on my mind is I always ate breakfast because I love drinking coffee and I don't know where I read it or heard it, but it was from a, it was from a reliable source that to hammer your stomach with acidic coffee in the morning without eating breakfast is not good for you. So drinking coffee in the morning with nothing in your stomach just hammers your body with this, you know, coffee with this acidic and it just like kind of ruins your stomach lining. And I, I always bought into that theory and Mark says that is complete horseshit. So, um, it's, it's just interesting all the stuff that he debunked for me. Um, the other, the other piece of it was I've tried to go low carb before and for anyone that's ever done that, you have the, you have that massive carb crave, or at least I have it at like six thirty, seven o'clock at night. I'm just dying for like a potato chip or I have little kids. So, um, uh, goldfish are a big one of mine. And I'll just like, won't even notice, but I'll just be eating goldfish and, and just like carb craving almost like an addict. Um, and I asked him like, what's the best way to get around that? And he said, go keto intermittent fat you shouldn't be hungry right do this transition to keto should not you should not be hungry during it. it should be a very comfortable transition so intermittent fast in the morning don't eat breakfast and eat when you feel hungry whether that's 11 or whether it's two in the afternoon but eat something like chicken and vegetables right or uh you know tuna fish avocado something like that and eat like that throughout the day. And if at night you ever have that carb crave or you're hungry, just take a scoop of uh, almond butter or peanut butter, which has carbs in it, but very low, very low in carbs comparatively. And what happens is if you just take a scoop of almond butter or something and then chug some water, like I've found that it eliminates that carb crave. So I feel like I've kind of cracked the code with this route, like that metabolic flexibility thing just made so much sense to me. Um, so going down that road and getting your body used to burning fat. And then like, once you are metabolically flexible in three, four weeks, you can go back to eating however you want to eat, right? Be cautious, be cautious about it and go back to, you know, obviously not eating pizza seven days a week or something like that, or sugary cereals for breakfast. But, um, what I liked about it is he, it's not any sort of secret diet, right? It's not that paleo is the key, that keto is the key, that being a vegetarian or a vegan is the key. Eat how you want to eat, but get your body in a state that it's able to burn fat as well. So I just wanted to share that because that was, that was one of my favorite parts of the conference. I feel like he set me free from, uh, um, you know, hammering me with breakfast being the most important meal of the day. And you got to drink three protein shakes, protein shakes a day and a, a gram of protein for each, for each, uh, you know, pound of pound you weigh. So I'm 205 pounds. So 205 grams of protein a day. And if you're really trying to gain like 125% of that, and he's just like talking that it's all, you know, not bullshit if you really want to gain, but as you know, me being 35, and I know a lot of people that listen to this are, you know, late twenties, uh, mid thirties, um, to me, it would seem like a much better option. So hope that helps. If anyone is like, uh, 
you know, has any more questions about that, I'm happy to answer them, but, uh, that's it. So metabolic flexibility, listen to that podcast with Mark Sisson and, uh, think about what we have going on right now in the market, what you have going on in your business and know that there's not a right answer, but there are periods of time. Um, whether you're in real estate, selling cars, or, you know, I saw Thomas is on here in the car wash business where there's going to be great times, um, where you can leverage your input. You can, you can, your input is going to have a leveraged output. And if you're an agent right now, I don't think in this market, that lever point is here right now. So think about how you want to react to that. Um, and just be thoughtful with the future and the vision of what you have going on with everything. Thanks for listening.